following is an exclusive Disruption Network production. Unbreakable is presented by United Auto Sales. Since 1945, United Auto Sales has been serving the greater Utica area with quality used vehicles, and they're still going strong today. Located at 4994 Commercial Drive in Yorkville, they always have the largest selection of cars, trucks, and SUVs. Stop in or visit them on the web at unitedusedcars.com. Views and opinions expressed in this podcast are not those of Disruption Network Productions Incorporated or any of its officials or sponsors. The following program contains explicit content. Listener's discretion is advised. January 4th, 1983, young criminal attorney Joe DeQuino is shot to death inside his office. Either in a case of mistaken identity, DeQuino is a protege of and worked for a well-known Utica attorney, Louis Brindisi. I was involved in that, not with the murder, but I was... Well, you were away then at the time, right? Oh, I I went right after that guy came to the Utica. I chased that guy away from Utica and everything. The black guy, he was a black guy. His name is himself Luigi Burroughs. He was sent from some guy I knew in Attica, sent him to Utica to get this thing going and... That's something I got. Matter of fact, when I chased him, you were in the fucking car with me in North Utica, you started crying. Told this fucking guy... You got to back up a little bit. Can I start and ask you, why was this guy sent to Utica? Yes, he was sent to Utica. He was in prison with this guy uh, that I knew over the years, Vinny Calagero. He's from Syracuse. What he wanted to do is form like an Italian-American league in Utica, something like uh, you're too young to know. They tried to do it in New York. There was a crime boss. His name is Joe Colombo. He was boss of the Colombo crime family. And what he did, he was forming an Italian-American organization, whereas at that time, the FBI was bothering all, anybody had a fucking Italian name, they were bothering them. He formed this organization, and uh, was uh, in New York, and uh, he was giving a speech, and uh, somebody killed him, shot him. He died years later, he was in a coma for years. And the guy that shot him was a black guy. They shot him right on the spot, too. They killed him, nobody ever knew him. His bodyguards killed him. Now, when Joe Gallo was in the can, Joe Gallo was a mob guy, too, from New York. He had problems with different families in New York. He felt that he should have gotten more of the proceeds that he got was getting, but they held back on him. So he had a little, he had a little think about it. But in the can, he tried to recruit, which he did, recruited black guys to come with him when he gets out. He wants to try to make a move. They proved, or I guess they know that this black guy that shot Joe Colombo, that they killed, was with Joe Gallo. That's why they killed Joe Gallo in New York. Umberto's on all very soon. Now, this is what this guy came to Utica for from New York. He says his name was Luigi Burroughs. He was with Vinnie Calagero. Vinnie sent me from Attica, and he comes to the restaurant. He's looking for me and Louie. He runs down his story about he wants to start an organization in Utica with Italian-American things, stuff like that. Now, this is all on the legit. It just so happens that when he was here, he met a certain guy, boom, boom, boom. He's starting to sell guns up here. I get wind of it. Now, I'm out on bail on the Grillo murder, okay? Had a lot of things going on. Louis represented me, and we're busy with my case. So I did find out that he's selling guns over here. I said, you come up here. And one thing, and now you f- I find out you're selling fucking guns. Don't come back to Utica no fucking more. I don't want you back in Utica no more. And not only that, I, I got a fucking trial that I got to put all my thoughts. And I got paranoid with him. 
They follow him all the way. They had him in the car, probably all the way down to North Utica, right? He stopped somewhere. I think he stopped for gas. I recognized the car that he had, and I pulled over again. I told him, don't come back to Utica anymore, and something happened. He got upset. He started crying as a kid. I don't remember it. No. Okay. He left. I chased him out of Utica. All right. I get convicted. I go to Lacan. That's one. Now, I got to tell you about Joey DeQuillo. He was a good kid. I really liked that kid. Up and coming, just got a law school, just became a lawyer. I knew his mother, his father, his grandfather. I knew them well. This kid was a nice kid. And then I found out, and I read about it in the paper. You see, you know, and when I called home, what happened? Apparently, this guy goes in the office. He thinks that me and Louie, that I chased him out of the Utica because me and Louie want to go ahead and do this fucking organization. We needed this like a holding head, you know? He goes to the office. He goes to the office on the pretense of looking in Louie's files to see, to see if we had files on doing this thing, if Louie had files. Meantime, I guess the kid was in the office. He runs into the kid, kid Joey. He's only 27 years old. And, or the, either the kid walked in on him while I was looking in the files, and he killed me. Support for this podcast is brought to you by Joey's at 307. Joey's at 307 is the Utica area's best for Italian fine dining. Located at 307 Mohawk Street in East Utica. Enjoy a revolving dinner menu, amazing seafood dishes, classic Utica Italian dishes, lunch specials, catering, and now serving beer and wine. Call them today to reserve a table at 315-864-3527. Joey's at 307. You're going to love it. Now, when that happened, there was a lot of speculation. Why this kid? Nobody knew about what I'm telling you about this black guy coming in and doing this organization. Louie and I knew about it. There was speculation that ah, they got the wrong guy. They were supposed to kill Louie. A lot of shit was, was happening there. Louie even got paranoid with me. They thought it was Donald Duck coming up to kill Louie. Ended up killing this kid by mistake. It was all nonsense. It's all speculation. People talking, you know, when something yeah, it could have been this, could have been, and then people make their own stories up. But that wasn't happening. What happened is how they found out it was this guy. He takes Louis's briefcase, and Louis always had his initials on the brief LTB. Brings it back where he lives in Queens, New York. He has a roommate now. The guy I'm talking about, this Luigi, he was into drugs down there too. But when I understand, he beat somebody. Because they killed him, put him in his car, and burnt him. Now, his roommate has this briefcase. He contacts Louie or the FBI. That's how they found out it was him. My crime partner brought this, had this with him. I want you. He gave it back to either the law, the FBI, or Louie. And that's how it came. He's the one that killed him. How would I out see if we get Louie's briefcase? It was in the office. Let me tell you about my man, Joe Steets. My man, Joe. Joe's a good man. There's another kid. You know what? He's a good kid, and uh, Danny will attest to this. His son is good, too. Got a nice son there. They're good business people. United Auto, that's the place to go for cars. He worked his ass off, Joe. He had that place a long time, right? United, yeah. Since his father passed. And he gives good people a good deal. Joe Steets don't hit nobody over the head. He's an honest, straight guy. They'll buy boats, take boats for trading, RVs, everything. Please visit their website at unitedusecars.com. What did you do when you chased him out? You said by the, by the through eggs at North Utica? Did yeah. you, you caught up with him? Yeah. And I was with you? 
Yeah. How'd that Your go Your mother down? was in the car, too. Both of these were. How'd that go down? How did they go? Hell, I'm a motherfucker. Stay out of this fucking town. Let me come come back here any fucking more. You're in a fucking problem. Then he had a reputation. I don't think you would have fucked with me either. I'm telling you this story about after I chased him, I wasn't around when that Joey got killed in the office. This is what I hear. You think he and waited, I hear it from a very good source. Do you think he waited for you to get convicted to make his move? I think so, because, uh, yeah, I think so. I ever found out, and I was around. So much respect they had for this kid and his family. And Louie, too. Louie and I didn't talk for a couple of years because he was so paranoid until he found out the truth and what happened. He was Everything was going around there. Yeah, they, they, I don't know how Donald got involved. You know, being Louie, there was a... Represented a lot of mob lawyers, and maybe they figured that. And you, you know, he sent from Attica with a guy that knows me in Attica. There were the fucking prisoners that came up here. The guy you chased out was he connected to Joe? No, Gallo? Okay. no, no. All I right. just started with Joe Gallo and Joe Colombo as as a, trying to a pretense. How he wanted to do to the organization down there, but on a different pretense as Italian Americans. Not you know, the FBI were fucking around with Italian Americans mm-hmm. at that time, and he, that's what Joe was doing. But up here was a different thing. He wanted to make an organization similar to that, but not with the law fucking with the Italians. It was years later that happened. A lot of shit went on during that, you know, because it was so... Before I'm telling you this story of what happened, there was a lot of paranoia. Who did this and who's next? And I don't know how the fuck Donald Duck's name got involved in this. He never even knew who Louie was. Probably because of me. I was Donald's friend. Did anybody ever approach that Vinny guy? From Syracuse? No. So the moral of the story is, if anybody ever sends you a guy that he was in prison, tell him to take a fucking walk. Listen to what? One more thing. Nappy will make some quotes now. When you're in prison, you don't make friends. You make acquaintances. Because here's how it works. You know the guy in prison as a good guy. He acts good. He ain't fooling around with booze hooching there. And he ain't fooling around with drugs. He's doing the right thing in prison. But you don't know this guy from street. He could be a drug addict. He could be an alcoholic, a fucking rapo. You don't know. So don't ever, I'm not saying you, send anybody. You, you, you don't have any friends. Uh, I did 26 straight. I did 37 years straight. And let me see how many friends I met that I would call his friends. Maybe five guys in 26 years or 37 years. Support for this podcast is brought to you by Stathis Greek Restaurant. Gyros, platters, moussaka. If you're looking for the best authentic Greek in town, we've got you covered. Come visit us at 1900 Genesee Street, Utica, or call 315-624-0323. And keep an eye on our Facebook page to watch our Rome location take shape. Unbreakable is sponsored by United Auto Sales. Joey's at 307 and Stathis Greek Restaurant. Executive producer, Danny Nappy Jr. and Anthony Z. Donaldson. Legal advice, Christopher Jude Pelly and David Longaretta. Artwork by Jerry Bernardo. Consultants, Gabe Altamuro, Todd Williams, and Adeline Van Dyke. Social media marketing, Christy Schleider. And I'm your narrator, Anthony Colenzo. We'd like to give a special thanks to Lisa Wilsey and J. Anthony Stucci. This has been a Disruption Network's production. All rights reserved 2022.